Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the sports nutrition and fitness industry. Welcome to Content Inspire. I'm your host, Andrew Calvino, and today I have the legend and badass himself, Ron Shah, and he is the founder and CEO of Obvi. Um, a supplement brand that's making some waves within the industry and they're doing it their own way. Um, so introduce yourself to the listeners, my man. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Andrew, thanks for having me. Um, as you mentioned, CEO of Obvi, um, you know, we've been, we've been trying to, trying to make a difference in the industry by, by doing things different. Um, and, you know, excited to, to share our story and, and, and our passion. Um, we're a health and supplement brand, but we are also, heavily also involved in the beauty aspect and then also getting into food and beverage. So um, really excited to, to, to kind of have a, a, a brand that is present in, in multiple categories now. Okay. Um, well, thank you for sharing your story, your experiences, because I know when my listeners, when they hear, when they hear your story, they're going to go after it. Um, so yeah. drop in the first quick question your way is what is your why? My why was um, we've, you know, our, our journey included um, a lot of struggles, both uh, myself and my two other partners, um, where we were always kind of the good guys that finished last and um, in, in whatever we did. And I think it's because we had to take this path, this journey that taught us, um, you know, what it's going to take. It, it, nothing comes easy. Nothing's going to come first to you. And so our why became, well, you know, when that time comes, we're going to take that and, and, and really harness it. So, uh, you know, um, a lot of what we're doing today is a culmination of everything we learned to do and learn not to do. Um, and I think, um, you know, the biggest push for our why is, well, we want to be able to tell ourselves that everything that we worked for um, eventually had an end goal. Um, and, uh, that's, that's truly what our why is, is to, to prove to ourselves that, um, every challenge and every hurdle we did come over, uh, come across actually ended up paying, paying, paying itself off. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your why. Um, and then dropping into the, into the next quick question is what made you want to get into the supplement industry? Yeah. Um, you know, our, our journey started, um, way back in 2013, Mm -hmm. where we were one of the first employees um, at Shreds. Um, uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, uh, one of the, one of, at that time, one of the fastest my supplement brands. I uh, was also incubating brands like skinny.com and also Flavor God. So um, I got to work there as a, I started off as a controller because um, my degree is accounting and finance. Um, but then what it turned into was uh, used to work when everyone worked there, worked two shifts a day. So you work nine to six, you go home, shower, eat, and then you come back at around eight to 9 p.m. And you work your second shift till about 2 a.m., six days a week. You only had Saturdays off. But every single person did it and every single person loved it because you were tunnel vision. So that journey taught us that like, if you put your mind to it and you put your heart and time to it, um, you can really build something cool. Um, and so being introduced to that early on, I don't think myself or my partners, we never got away from it. So that's where I met uh, my partners too um, today. But 
we um, we've basically only seen that after college. And so it was like that became our world. And so, you know, it's, it's who you follow then. It's, it's who you're listening to. It's, it starts becoming your ecosystem. And we never tapped out of it, even when we had our marketing agency. So um, I think part of it was like the why for supplements was mainly because it's also all we knew. But then there's also this element of um, the, the seeing instant gratification from customers, which, you know, there aren't too many products or services out there where you do, you know, restaurants, they get to see instant gratification, right? Oh, I like my food or I didn't. Um, supplements is similar too. It's once you try something, you're either going to like it or you, or you don't like it. Mm -hmm. So I think we really got addicted to that instant gratification and seeing, well, can we make it better? Can we make it better? Um, so I think that's why we suck with supplements. Okay. Um, I certainly do want to talk about Obvi. Um, yeah. But now that you brought up shreds, <laughs> that literally caught me off guard. That very surprised me. Okay. Um, what do you think happened that resulted in like the downfall of that specific supplement brand? Because they blew up. They had oh, yeah. a lot of big names within the yep. industry page, Hathaway, um, yeah. you name it. And then out of nowhere, it was just issues after issues that were coming yeah. up and yeah. then disappeared. Yeah, I think there are two main issues that I can, you know, that at least from my experience, you know, because um, I eventually became the marketing director there. Um, what two main things? One was the purpose started changing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was around like 2015. We started going from, all right, we're going to change lives. We're going to, you know, we're, we're going to create products for the better. To oh wow, we're on this big stage in Olympia. We had the biggest booth in 2015. And we were like, I think, you know, we, we basically had the biggest line too. And from that point on, the purpose started changing to, oh, we got to be the biggest supplement brand out there. Every person, every celebrity has got to know about us. We have to have influencers, this and that. And leading up to it, we still had influencers and stuff, but we never put the influencers ahead of the company. And after 2015, we did. And um, that really took us astray. Um, and then I think the, the second reason is um, supplement businesses and health and wellness businesses, um, seasonality is something that people don't realize is very true. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you're hyper growing, let's say your first two, three years, you can pass through seasonality because you're still growing, right? So a month's like June, July, August, which are dead months, right? It's either you made your summer body or you didn't, right? And so you're going to say, screw it. I'm gonna, I'll come back hot in, 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 in Q3, Q4. Or, you know, you, you made your body and you, and you did what you did. So, um, and then you, have, of course, you have your people who are like, hey, I, I go consistently and it doesn't matter. But most of the people, they're working towards something. They either did it by summer or they didn't. And summer is like their freedom time. So when you're in a hyper growth company, you can fight through these drought months because you're, you have so much natural growth. But then when you're a sustained company, that's when you'll start seeing seasonality impact you because you're not growing at the same level you were to fight through it. And so I think that was the second thing that hurt them is, you know, when the third year came around, fourth year came around, they didn't know how to embrace the idea of, okay, June, July, August are honestly, you'll lose 30, 35% of your business sometimes. Um, and to take that on with the staff, with the influencers and everything and trying to keep all of that running still, you have to, you have to really know what's coming. And, you know, that's why they say stay lean if you can keep the business, you know, um, as efficient as you can. So those two things, I think um, our purpose of 
customers first, the brand first turned into influencers and celebrities first, and then are not knowing and embracing the idea that business can slow down and it's okay. You just have to know how to embrace it. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that input regarding Shreds, your time with that brand. And uh, let's talk about Obvi. Also, that's a badass uh, hoodie slash sweater you're wearing. <laughs> thank you. Um, how did you start your brand? Yeah. Um, so after Shreds, myself and my two partners, uh, we left and started a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran that for about five years and um, we worked on numerous different supplement brands. Um, and our latest project was a brand called Sparta Nutrition. Um, and <laughs> I probably caught you off guard again, but um, we, you know, we kind of worked as a very kind of boutique agency where we'd go in and work on like select brands every few months, really go in and really turn things around. So my one partner, he's a brand expert. So he would design, redesign things, rebuild the website. My other partner, he's a paid media expert and I'm more of the operations expert. So we would go in and basically tactically work as like a task force and try and rebuild the brand to becoming more efficient online. Um, So we did that for five years. And then our latest project was Spartan Nutrition. Um, And again, the story of kind of the good guys finish last, you know, unfortunately things didn't work in our favor. Um, A lot of the things that we expected didn't turn out or pan out. And so we kind of fell flat again. And after about, you know, when you do the shreds experience of, of working crazy hours, then you do your agents and you never really come out on top, but you always kind of did your best and you built, help build a lot of brands you kind of get exhausted and you're like, you know what? I'm, I've been doing this for others for so long um, and I'm not coming out as a winner, um, but we know we have the talent and we have the expertise to be a winner. So that's when I think the, the entire idea and culmination came to, all right, 2019, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to start our own thing. So January, 2019, I think we got our last blow, which was like, you know, we didn't get paid for something and we were like, all right, you know what, let's just go all in. Um, This wasn't being, even though we were being very successful in delivering our services, we weren't being very successful in actually making money off of it because it just wasn't as cyclical as we thought. So we basically said, we're going to start our own brand and do everything that we've been kind of told not to do. And we're going to avoid everything we've been told not to do and seen not to do. And we're going to do everything we've learned that has worked. And that's all we're going to build the business off of. So um, obviously we want to stay in, in the health and wellness. So in 2019, um, we looked at the category and we, uh, the one thing we said is, well, why, you know, why do we want to be another me to supplement uh, health, uh, sports nutrition brand? Why don't we look into something different? So there's this really cool category called Nutra Cosmetics, which is getting cosmetic benefits through nutrition. Within that category, um, the leader, the product leader is actually collagen. So we started looking into collagen and we're like, wait, the space looks very important. It's growing exponentially year over year, but no one's making it fun. No one's making it like none of the, none of the packaging, none of the product, none of the brands look exciting or fun. So we said, well, here's, here's our purpose. Here's how we can make supplements. I mean, at least collagen feel younger because that's what the purpose is, right? You take collagen so you can feel younger. So why isn't the packaging showcasing that? So um, that was really how we started off. We wanted to bring flavored collagen to the market. We wanted to bring a loud brand, an exciting brand. Um, 
And we really wanted to bring one element, which was our community, the community aspect, which many brands sometimes lack. So that's kind of how we basically got into saying, all right, Hobby's going to be that, that, that brand for us. Well, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. I greatly appreciate that. Um, another quick question your way is you're getting into the CPG and RTD space. What's the difference business-wise or marketing standpoint from powder and pill products to a protein bar and a ready-to-drink product? Yeah, um, you know, protein powders and pill products, um, they, they kind of sell themselves because you're selling on benefits, right? You're saying, hey, this powder, this pill, when you take it, it's going to do this, or you're going to feel like this, or this is what you can expect. Um, with beverages and food, um, you can't do that uh, as much at, at all, really. It's truly based on the consumption and what you're going to get out of it. So, you know, if you're taking a drink or you're drinking an energy drink, you know the energy drink is supposed to do this and that, but what's your first reaction? It's, well, do I like it, right? Um, pills and powders, that element kind of is secondary. It's more of a, well, what am I going to feel? So the biggest thing that we've been learning to kind of conquer is taste first, right? Um, by the way, that I love the, the blueberry one, um, the, the, the ghost can, they, they did an incredible job with that. Um, but if you like it, you're, you're drinking it because you love the taste and then you know, okay, I'm also going to get this effect. With pills and powder, it's, I'm going to get this effect and uh, maybe I like the taste, but if, if I don't, I know it's good for me. So that's been the biggest kind of thing that we've been focusing on is taste first, benefit second, and that's a different shift from that pills and powders mindset. Okay. Um, another quick question your way is how many obvi HQs are there? that's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you know it's a funny question a couple of our friends asked me too they said, what is hq2h it's, it's actually just every time um in these last two years we've actually grown our office and and moved to a new office a total of three times in two years mm -hmm. uh we started out in a um 400 square foot office and okay. today we're in a 5,000 square foot office which is hq3 um, and uh, the, the building we, we work in is a really cool building where as you grow, they let you move your lease to a bigger spot. Um, so it's really, really cool. It's really kind of um, core to our growth too, because you know we're, we're able to see what we want next and say, hey, how are we gonna get there? Okay, that's sick. Thank you for sharing that with me because I was very curious. I kept yeah. thinking I'll be one, two. And no, it's for us. It's more for us internally. Remember, this is our third, the third time we've, we've moved in, in two years. That's sick. Um, and then another quick question your way is, whose idea was it to include a recipe book in every order to make delicious treats or healthy options with your collagen-based uh, protein? Yeah, no, I, you know what, it was, it was interesting. I think it was actually us collectively thinking about because we knew we have to put some sort of insert, um, right, with all orders. Everyone's putting some sort of flyer, or here's 20% off. And so we thought, well, like, you know, and we were just discussing it. So I think it culminated really together, which a lot of our ideas do. Um, we just said, well, we can do a flyer, but how can we do something a little bit more different? And so we came up with the eat, drink, bake concept where you can eat, drink, or bake with our collagen. So let's just make a few recipes. And that's far more valuable to you as a customer 
than me giving you a flyer that gives you a discount code that you probably have already. Um, so I think it was truly everything we do, like even again, our community that we built on Facebook um, or, or, or the product line that we have, we try and say, if we're going to put something out or any step we take, is it different enough? Okay. And then um, another quick question your way is, how important is it to have a good working relationship with supplement review businesses and sites such as like Fitness Informant, for example, because that's how Obvi got on my radar through FI. Yep. yep. No, 100%. You know, I think, I think anybody that's out there spreading the good word, right? Whether it's even supplement review or, or podcast uh, um, uh, um, uh, brands or, or, or just people who are helping spread the word of a person or a brand, I think they're extremely important and crucial to the business because it's it's already a very kind of not saturated but very very competitive business. That's like, well, what makes you different from this? And so, I think businesses like Fitness Performance or Price Plow or Supplement Snoop, um, they're great because they help identify differences that are often forgotten to be communicated by the business itself. Because as a business, you're launching and you're saying, oh yeah, everyone will understand what I'm doing. Um, and, and, and sometimes that it gets forgotten. Okay. And then um, another quick question your way is, how did Obvi acquire Intimates in regards to licensing and or yeah. brand uh, partnership? No, that's a, that's a good question. Um, obviously, not obviously, but for many people in the industry, Ghost is, is a very, very iconic almost landmark now of how to maybe bring on this idea of authenticity, but also also how to think different. Um, and so the idea of doing it definitely 100% came from Ghost. Um, and, you know, we appreciate, I think they appreciate other businesses trying to move the industry that way. And then in terms of Entenmann's in general, you know, we, we were actually between that and Mrs. Fields. Um, and what we were, what we chose Antimans, um, you know, after going back and forth on the pitch, um, we, we really loved two ideas about it. One was it's this product that you are, you may not have consumed ever in your life, but you know about it. Um, it's a product that has the, I don't know if you know this, but they have the longest lasting end cap in every grocery chain across America for in the history of time. So they, their, their products will only be found in an end cap um, and they have the most end caps across America. And so they have really good presence. And then the last piece, you know, being this brand that's a hundred years old and us being this new brand, we thought it was such a cool way to have a marriage between that, you know, of like, wow, something so old and iconic can be with something so fresh and new. Um, and so, you know, it definitely took a lot of back and forth um, we had to nail the flavor for them, which was tough. Um, but once we did, what I really appreciate about Entenmann's more than anything else and more than any other licensee we talked to was they understood the world is shifting to a healthier format, right? And they know they're never coming out with 100 calorie cookies or donuts. They're going to stick to what they are, which is bad for you foods, right? <laughs> uh, and that, and they, they're, they're, they're open to that. They know that. And so what there was really cool is the reason they were excited about this was 
they wanted to show that something tasty can also meet healthy. And this is the delivery format of that. So, so sometimes, you know, when you, when you get a licensee that's also equally involved in wanting to get this, get a message across, it's cool, right? It's not like, oh, I just got a license. It's, it's mm -hmm. like, hey, I got, I got a partner in me. So um, definitely a lot of discussions, a lot of cool stuff. You know, I even got the chance to talk to Dan about it before we announced it, showed him the packaging, showed him everything. And he gave me, I mean, he literally spent so much time giving me so much insight on here's how to, 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 to take the route of licensing and, and, and we'll take the route of how to kind of go, you know, launch it and stuff. Um, instead of kind of getting lost in a license, mm -hmm. true, be true to your brand and then also say, Hey, yeah, I have a licensed product, you know? Um, and I think I thought that was really, really cool. So yeah, definitely a lot of back and forth, but we're very excited um, for the launch in two weeks. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. And that's awesome that Dan was giving you, um, genuine and authentic advice from a good place he's yeah. a really good person yeah absolutely uh, um and then another quick question your way is at a certain point in business you have to add, add the right people to expand the team what do you fundamentally look for when hiring obvi yeah um so when we're hiring people one of the first things we say is we don't really care that much purely about your skill set. Um, skills can be learned, skills can be taught. What we care about is that you're a good person and that when you come and step into this office every day, um, you treat it like family. And so everything else can be taught or learned. So when we look at people, when we hire people, the first thing we look at is their character. Mm -hmm. We look at, well, is this person going to fit in our culture? Um, cause even though we're a very small team, uh, we're literally all like family and every new person that comes in, um, they feel it on day one. They're like, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm part of this now. Um, you know, so I think the biggest thing we look for is character. And we try to envision us three founders, try and envision, um, even after an interview, can this, can you see this person sitting next to you? and holding a conversation? Or can you see this person when we do team bonding events being involved? And if those elements check out, then the skills can be taught. Skills can, you know, and, and they can bring their skill sets too, but we can teach what to do and how to do it, but we can't teach good people and good culture. Uh, that's gotta come from the person. So that's what we look for. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. Um, another, this is gonna be the fun question. So. What do you watch on Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus on your downtime? It's a good question. Um, I would been I, I binge watched um, Manifest. Okay. Um, which was which was really 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 good. Um, I honestly I wish I do. Um, by the time I get home though, uh, from work, I don't get to watch as much TV as I wanted to as mm -hmm. I would like. Um, but um, when I do, I like to I like to binge watch shows that like first of all, have pretty good storylines, but mainly I like to watch documentaries. Um, and so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, um, you know, things that are real and, 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 and true stories. And so that's what I, you know, I, I love to, I love to kind of go off of. So Shark Tank has been something I've watched. I, I watch religiously. So, um, but in terms of Netflix and stuff, definitely the shows that have a little bit of good, uh, good story or, or documentary element to it. Okay. And then um, another quick question your way is what music do you listen to? 
Yeah, um, music, um, I'm between, depends on two moods. So it's either rap, um, you know, your Drake or, 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 or different hip hop um, artists, um, or I'm on the other spectrum of really chill house. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, like you're above and beyond, um, yeah. you're acrobat and all these artists that really kind of put you into a zone. Mm -hmm. um, and so it really kind of depends on, on what I'm really trying to do. Um, but in the car rides, probably hip hop uh, for work and anything else, probably chill house. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your story, your experiences with, with me and the listeners. Um, oh, is, thank there, you. is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners before we head out? No, I think, I think the only thing I'd leave it at is, um, you know, there's in your journey, kind of look at your journey and, and, and don't try and, and, and don't try and measure out how you're going to get to your end goal. Just keep working at it. Um, and even if you're, even if you get knocked down a few times, um, keep working at it because you don't know where, where the journey is going to end. Um, and even if you think, you know, uh, there's far more to it. So just keep going. Okay. Well, listeners, uh, Ron just literally just gave you gold, write that down <laughs> and, and um, go after it. So thank you for tuning in into this episode of Content Inspire and listeners till next time. Thank you again for having me.